He just sent 33 billion in militarized aid to Ukraine. Some central banks are reporting losses. We are now seeing flash crashes. Let's get into our crypto news because it is good. Pelosi can go into a war zone to check on Ukraine, but hasn't been able to take a plane ride down to our southern border all year long. Rosie Rios had issued more currency than anyone in history. Pretty sure that's why she sits on Ripple's board too. If you're a snowflake that gets offended, then you've probably already left anyway. So good luck. God bless. All right, let's run it up real quick. It is August 3rd, 2022. Hope you guys are doing well. It is Wednesday. Got a quick update for you guys. We're going to get straight to it. I appreciate all of you guys who are supporting this channel. Let's get right on into it, okay? If you're looking to get access to our community, head on over to my website, zachrector.com. Okay, so let's start off with the China-Taiwan news, and then we'll get into our cryptocurrency news after that. So to begin, uh, breaking market news, sharing with us that China has suspended 2,000 food products from Taiwan as House Representative Speaker Pelosi visits. This is from the Financial Times being reported. So 2,000 food products from Taiwan suspended, uh, products that would be going from China to Taiwan suspended. Now, China Commerce Ministry says natural sand exports to Taiwan are to be suspended beginning August 3rd as well. Continuing on, Javier Blas here, um, energy and commodities columnist at Bloomberg. Okay, Javier Blas says, with Nancy Pelosi in Taiwan, it's fair to assume that the chances of China ever joining the U.S. G7's Russia oil price cap initiative have gone considerably lower. And without China, you don't have India. And without either, well, you don't have any emerging nation. So we titled this video Financial War Goes Live, and we've been talking about the financial war, you know, already uh, taking place. But these uh, situations are ramping it up even further. When we get on the brink of that military conflict as well, obviously we're praying for peace, sitting on the edge of our seats, you know, we're all watching Nancy fly through the sky, right? They got the whole world distracted and focused on Nancy over in this region right before uh, they are prepared to take over Taiwan. In my opinion, it will be uh, captured. It will be taken over uh, when this is all said and done. But we'll watch that play out. In the meantime, the financial war has gone live, really ramped up with Putin and uh, Russia-Ukraine situation. Okay, That's when it really went hot. Uh, the financial war went into a military conflict. And now we're seeing the same deal over here in Taiwan, China. Okay, And the key point about this is we can be brought to our knees in the Western nations just through the financial war. They don't need to cyber attack us. They don't need to drop anything on us. They don't need to do anything to us uh, besides play these financial war games by hold back the commodities, the resources, the real world value that we need, that people need. China warns Taiwan President Tsai that she is dragging Taiwan into a disastrous abyss. Okay. Uh, this guy says, in my opinion, China needs a war to distract their population. The real estate crisis is out of control, right? Now, uh, what's interesting is they're talking about Taiwan uh, and the United States are talking about banning, you know, uh, China, I think, from getting some of these chips, some of these semiconductor chips. And so we're holding back some, you know, semiconductor chips, which are important, right? Um, but without chips, we're not building phones. We're not building computers, Without wheat, grain, oil, natural gas, people aren't heating their homes. They're not feeding their families. They are dying. 
Without semiconductor chips, okay, we're, you know, got a little supply chain crisis with the cell phones, with the computers, with all the technology that uses chips. I'm not saying it's not a big deal. I'm just saying the resources and commodities that they hold and, and when they actually withhold it from us, we get brought down to our knees, literally. I, I mean, you know, we can hold back the chips. We can hold back the U.S. funny money. Okay, uh, they, they're going to start dropping. This is all they have to do is stop, start dropping our treasury bonds. They start dropping United States treasuries, which they already have. It's over for us. It's over for us. They're ditching the dollar for trade, and they're ditching the dollar as a reserve currency. This is the financial war going live. And they hold a very good hand over there. China, Russia, the BRICS nations, they hold a fantastic hand, you know? Now, moving on over to the United States economy, the numbers that we're getting. The previous times, job openings fell this much from the highs. The U.S. entered a broader recession. So let's take a look here. Admittedly, the level of opening, openings is still extremely high this time. So we will see if the signals is as correct as in the past. But my guess is that it is. So we're looking at job openings versus uh, employment. And this is a uh, change from the two-year high that we were at. Okay, so we're seeing job openings fall off a cliff. This is on top of, what did we just cover yesterday? 100,000 layoffs from Amazon, Netflix, or no, not Netflix, uh, Robinhood is laying off 23% of their staff. Massive, massive job layoffs, and now we're seeing the job openings now falling off a cliff. So this is why we continue to see uh, the situation getting worse here into the future. We do not think that we reach the bottom here for a while here still. Uh, the data confirms that we're going to be here for a minute. Car market update. Vehicle debt at record $1.5 trillion. 10% of all consumer debt is auto-related. Used car payments up 20% in two years. Average used car is 10000 above fair value. 1 in 12 Americans are 90 days late on car payment. The car market bubble is next. The everything market bubble is here. Is popping. The everything bubble has popped, right? The, the financial war games are accelerating uh, the chaos, the crisis that's underway, right? Now, many other countries have their own issues, right? We have different ones here in the United States. 10% of all consumer debt is auto-related with $1.5 trillion in vehicle debt. Talk about a market right there. How about that? $1.5 trillion just in vehicle debt. All ready to be reset, restructured, revalued. Moving on over, this is the second largest monthly decline in 50 years. Now, uh, we covered a, a number similar to this that was talking about we had the biggest drop in uh, since uh, 2009. But right here, we have the second largest monthly decline in 50 years. This is the average U.S. new home price. Second largest monthly decline in 50 years. Fastest decline from all-time high in history whiplash how about that how about that hope you guys are making moves in real estate hope you guys have a strategy the u.s economy may need to undergo a deeper and longer recession than investors currently anticipate before inflation can be brought under control according to zoltan pozar of credit suisse so what did we just get from bank of america internal memo leaked uh said that bank of america wants to see a little bit more pain for the american consumer i, I i'm paraphrasing but that's essentially what it was what are we getting here from credit suisse that the United States may need to undergo a deeper and longer recession. We got to bring things under control. 
We got to reset, revalue, restructure. You may have to go through a little recession, a little longer than anticipated. You know, and this is what we're getting from Bank of America, Credit Suisse, and, and these other guys. Now, let's uh, take a look here at the precious metals. This is a couple interesting charts that I got here from you. This is from Max Fisher, P&E. It's profit and earnings ratio for metals and mining stocks in the S&P 500 are now retesting the lows of the 2008 bottom. And look at the pump that occurred after that. Okay, this is, once again, we're seeing massive, massive setups underway. Okay. Um, S&P 500 metals and mining index. That 2008 bottom, we are down here at the same level, similar structure retesting the lows of the 2008 bottom and uh, we moved to the upside rather quickly after that now we got silver here a 12 percent moved followed by a three-day flat consolidation doesn't get more bullish folks okay so we saw silver make a 12 percent move here to the upside three days flat consolidation accumulation and uh this guy gold ventures is saying that this is looking uh doesn't get more bullish folks is what he is saying. So uh, we're gonna be continuing to watch those precious metals. Now let's take a look here at the cryptocurrency space. This is from Nick B, who is the Director of Engineering at Ripple, talking about the Solana hack. I mentioned it briefly last night in my live stream, cyber attacks and hacks underway. So it's still all coming out. I'm sure we'll get a lot more uh, on this situation here today with Solana taking place. But uh, it says, I don't know if the ongoing soul hack is related to insecure private key generation, but the fact that we can't be sure by quickly examining the code is a problem. Critical cryptographic code, key generation, signing, etc., should be open source and audited by specialists. And we're not able to do that right now here with Solana is what Nick B, director of engineering at Ripple, is saying in regards to this hack. Now, I don't know what's going on. Last night I put out a tweet and, and I just... I shared the the news that Solana was being hacked, and I you know made a little gesture. How's your program working out, right? I do want to say that I I don't like seeing these hacks take place. I don't like seeing people lose money. Okay, but in my opinion, uh, did I have? Oh yeah, I was going to share a. I think it was Darren Moore uh, had shared a tweet where he was basically saying how all of the VCs were pumping Solana. Solana was just another VC hype pumped project. It's, a, it's a not very decentralized, doesn't work very well. It's going down consistently and regularly. And now here, Nick B, Director of Engineering at Ripple, is telling us that we can't even quickly examine the code to figure out what the problem is, right? And it's just, so when I put out my tweet saying, how's your program working out? It's not that I like seeing these people lose money in Solana, okay? It appears to, also quick note, it appears that cold storage is fine. So this is why we get our keys. This is why we get our cryptocurrency off the exchanges. It's Solana that's being hacked off of hot wallets and different exchanges um, that aren't. I think the centralized exchanges are doing a little bit better. Uh, and then I think uh, it, it appears that cold storage is being safe as well. So this is why we always talk about getting our cryptocurrencies into our own hands, into our own cold storage, taking possession of our asset here. Um, but nonetheless, guys, this this program is not working out for Solana, not working out for Ethereum, hasn't been working out for Bitcoin, many of these other cryptocurrencies. Not only do they not address real world problems, real world utility, they just don't work. <laughs> I'll talk about your crypto when you can actually get it to stay online for a couple years. Like Ripple XRP, which has been online for 10 plus years, no downtime. 
okay? Let's talk about XRP real quick. 172 million XRP transferred between exchanges and unknown wallets as Ripple locks 700 million XRP in escrow. So this occurs around the first of the month, right? Ripple gets their billion released from the escrow. In this case, they're moving around hundreds of millions of dollars, sorry, hundreds of millions of XRP. And what's interesting here is they lock away 700 million XRP this month compared to, they've been locking up about 80% of it, which would be about 800 million. So this time around, they keep another 100 million for them, you know, and they're giving all of this XRP to their on-demand liquidity partners. They're just growing uh, the use case utility and people that are holding XRP on their balance sheet. So 300 million going out into circulation to be used for on-demand liquidity partnerships, treasury flows, and bulk payments is what they told us in the Q2 markets report. So this is good to see. We like to see this. Now, this summarizes the situation here with Ripple XRP right now and what they're going through with the lawsuit. Brett Hill here on Twitter says, although Ripple wants to let us know where XRP is headed in the future, it is prohibited by the lawsuit from doing so. I believe they gave us a hint on their website. However, many people will read it and not give it any thought. I say, read it again. Okay, this is directly from Ripple's website. Uh, I don't, you know, directly from Ripple's website. And they say here, utility for the new global economy, right? So they can't talk. They can't name the central banks that they're talking with. They can't name the banks and financial institutions that have already acquired large portions of XRP that they're doing deals with behind the scenes that are going to get a chunk of the escrow as it's released. You know, they can't really tell us about these partnerships, especially with that impending lawsuit. But here's the important thing to see is that they're still selling XRP. They're still moving the XRP around. Have they stopped their business operations in any way? No, <laughs> they continue to grow them nine times year over year is what we got in the Q2 markets report. And it's uh, fantastic to see. That guy with the super chat, I appreciate the 20 spot brother, thank you. What does Dan Pena say about XRP? I don't hear him talk about it, why? Uh, Dan's all in cash. He doesn't have any stocks, bonds, cryptocurrency. Uh, he doesn't like crypto at all. Um, and I think that he just really doesn't understand the technology and why it has a lot of utility, why it will be used. But yeah, Dan's not a fan of Bitcoin. He doesn't have any stocks, bonds. He's 100% in cash. And that's because he's ready to buy the blood in the streets. So like he always says, success leaves clues. I want you guys to figure out what program is going to work for you, take you to the promised land, create you generational wealth. And at the very minimum, let's just survive this inflationary debt crisis spiraling out of control. I appreciate all of you guys for tuning in. We will see you guys in the next one. Thank you so much. Take care and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.